Welcome to Profits Affogato, a podcast all about growing a profitable business that pours over into your life. I'm your host, Sarah Verhayen, online entrepreneur, wife, and mom of two. I'm the owner of Marish Books, where we help small business owners grow their profits by embracing the number side of their business. It's our mission to make business and accounting more human. Whether you consider yourself not a numbers person or you think playing in spreadsheets is a fun time, you're welcome here. So pour a cup of coffee and join me for inspiration, stories, and action steps to create the life of your dreams and a business you love. Welcome back to the podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to talk about five mistakes I see from people who do their own bookkeeping and how to fix them. So before we start, I want to say I'm not recording this episode to call anybody out. So if you are doing any of these mistakes that I list, give yourself some grace. You don't know what you don't know, and that's okay. That's why there are people who specialize in things. I don't beat myself up when I do a less than stellar job of copywriting, for example. (laughs) That's not what I studied. It's not what I have experience in. It's not even what I'm passionate about. And for the most part, it's something that I outsource because I recognize that the time and energy I put into copywriting doesn't match the quality of the outcome. So if that's you for bookkeeping, that's okay. You didn't study accounting in school, probably. And you probably don't want to spend your time learning how to do accounting. And you don't have to. Even if you're not ready to outsource yet, there are tools that I'm going to talk about later that make it so much easier to do your own bookkeeping than a complicated monthly accounting software subscription. So with all that said, let's dive in. So the first mistake I see with people who have done their own bookkeeping is just creating their QuickBooks subscription with QuickBooks and probably any other accounting subscription that's not completely how it works. After you connect those bank accounts and the transactions are flowing in, those transactions then have to be categorized. So really, even though you've done the pre-work of connecting it and getting it set up, that doesn't necessarily mean you've done your bookkeeping. In order for those transactions to show up on your financial statements, they do need to be categorized. So that's the first mistake. Number two is not reconciling the bank accounts to the bank statements monthly. And this is checking accounts, saving accounts, credit cards, PayPal, payment processors like Stripe can be reconciled. And what this means is going into your bookkeeping software, looking at the ending balance. So let's say in QuickBooks, it says your ending cash balance is $1,000 for January 31st. You then go to your bank account, you pull your January 31st bank statement, and you make sure that ending cash balance also says $1,000 and that they match. And what this does is make sure that all of the transactions are accounted for. It's your check to make sure nothing's missing and that your financial statements are accurate. And this especially is something you probably wouldn't know to do if you haven't taken an accounting class and or learned bookkeeping. Without reconciling your bank accounts, you have no way of knowing that everything in your bookkeeping software and therefore your financial statements are accurate. So you could be either missing expenses, which means you're paying more tax than you're required to, or you could be missing revenue, which means you're paying less tax than you're required to, or you could have duplicate sales transactions or duplicate expenses, which again, all of these would affect the amount of tax you're paying versus what you're actually required to pay. So you can see why this is very important to double check and make sure everything is in there correctly. Okay, number three is incorrectly classifying expenses 
and owner's pay. So really, it could be incorrectly classifying any transactions, but expenses and owner's pay are the ones that I see most often incorrectly classified. So for expenses, sometimes it's that personal and business funds are commingled onto the same bank account or credit card. If that's just auto flowing into QuickBooks and you're not going in there and categorizing, you could be classifying some personal expenses as business expenses, which again, would lead you to underpaying taxes. And then as far as owners pay, it depends on how your entity is taxed. So if your business is classified for tax purposes as an S-corp, then your owner's pay would be a salary. If your business is classified as a single member LLC, which means it's a disregarded entity on your personal tax return, then those owners draw owners pay, quote unquote, is not an expense. And so if you were to categorize it as an expense, it would be incorrect. I'm trying not to get too technical into the accounting rules on this and just give you kind of an overview on why that would be incorrect. Okay, mistake number four that I see is you're not pulling and looking at your financial statements each month. So other than being ready for taxes, the whole point of bookkeeping is to see how your business is doing. It's almost like pulling your report card. How profitable were you? Where was your money coming from and going? What's your profit margin compared to last month? There are so many things you can see from financial statements, but you might not be aware of all of those without accounting knowledge and education. And mistake number five is the biggest one of all, and also probably the most common. So number five is you're not doing it at all. It's saying that you're going to get it done. You're going to take care of it. And I get it. Like I've been there for things that are not in my zone of genius. You just put it off and it seems so overwhelming because you don't even know where to start. You don't even know enough to know what you don't know. (laughs) I have been there for so many other parts of my business. But what happens is it's this huge mental weight that just sits on your mind of, I know I need to get this taken care of. I need to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it next week. I'm going to do it next month. And it just sits there for sometimes months and months because it's bookkeeping and it's related to money. It can also tie into money mindset, kind of drama going on in your mind. So maybe the money stories you have in your mind about how maybe you're not good with money or you're not good at math. And having this thing that you're putting off with money can perpetuate those money mindset stories, and it can actually affect the way that you're running your business. And honestly, this mistake number five might be the biggest reason to hire a bookkeeper because it gets done. And sometimes that's almost priceless just to know like there's this big project I've been putting off and I know I need to do it, but I don't want to. I'm not looking forward to it. It feels overwhelming and scary. And I just, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Tomorrow, Sarah will take care of it, right? (laughs) Hiring that out, having the peace of mind that it's going to get done, plus all these other benefits of you'll actually look at your financial statements each month. You'll see those metrics that you haven't been looking at. You'll know everything is classified correctly. It'll be ready to go for tax time and your tax accountant won't have to spend 10 hours doing your bookkeeping before they can even start on your tax return. So to recap those five mistakes, and then we'll talk about what you can do instead So number one was just connecting the bank and letting the transactions flow through and not categorizing them. Number two is not reconciling the bank accounts and credit card accounts and all the things monthly. Number three is incorrectly classifying transactions, especially owner's pay. Four is not pulling and looking at your financial statements. And five, of course, the biggest one is not doing it at all. Okay, so here is what I recommend instead. So this is going to go into two categories. 
based on what type of entity you have and how it's taxed. So if you have an entity that is taxed as an S-corp, it's time to hire a bookkeeper. Once you make that S-corp election, you have to deal with payroll. There's a separate tax return that you have to file rather than putting on your personal return, which needs a balance sheet. All of the rules kind of get a little bit more complex when your entity is taxed as an S-corp. If your business is taxed as a single member LLC and is on your personal tax return, things are much simpler. All you need to know for your taxes is your income and expenses and therefore your net income. You don't need to worry yet about the balance sheet and things like that. So still hire a bookkeeper for sure if that is is reasonable for you and within your budget. But if not, you can also do it yourself with my small business starter kit. So within that kit is a workbook called the Profit and Loss Workbook, and it's a Google Sheet template that you have forever. So it's a one-time purchase rather than a monthly subscription like an accounting software. And it's housed in Kajabi, just like an online course. So when you purchase it and you log in, there are there's a video walking you through exactly how to use it and how simple it is to enter your expenses enter your income, anytime you're taking money out of the business to pay yourself or putting money into the business. And it does all the math for you. It shows you your profit and loss. It shows you how much to set aside for taxes each month so you can stay on top of that and not have a surprise tax bill at the end of the year. And it highlights key metrics like your profit margin, your highest income expense items for the month and the quarter. And it gives you great summary so you can see at a glance the progress of your business over time and how profitable you are and where your money is coming from and going. So that kit is $147. As a podcast listener, you can get 15% off with the code podcast15. So I will link all of that in the show notes. It is a fantastic tool if you are ready to get a handle on your bookkeeping, but you're not quite ready to hire somebody out and your business is fairly simple and it's a single member LLC. It is highly recommended and has great reviews. So check that out in the links. So I know this episode was helpful on what you need to know about your bookkeeping and what mistakes I often see so that you can avoid them. And of course, if you are ready for a bookkeeper, I will leave that linked in the show notes as well with the form to fill out a quote. If this episode was helpful, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared it with your other friends who also own businesses And you can join up and keep each other accountable to getting your bookkeeping under control and not putting it off any longer, whether it's through the DIY small bit starter kit option or hiring a bookkeeper. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Profits Affogato podcast. For all the links mentioned in the episode, check out the show notes. And as always, I'd love it if you find me on Instagram at Marish Books, screenshot the episode and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaway. 